0: There's not overarching anything. Like, what am I supposed to tune in for they next week? They did a week? level no-
1: five diagnostic check. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs>
2: Captain Pod Stardate 3195-22.1. Welcome aboard the Starship's Enterprise, and thank you for joining us as we take a brief shortly for the world of cinema scenes to explore the universe of Star Trek. I am your Captain Ian Whittington, and with me, as always, is the energizing ambassador, Danae Hughes. Did you already Adam. use
1: energizing? Have I? Have you? Shit. Have, Shit. I? Have you?
2: Yeah, you'll never know. We're in a time loop. Fuck. It doesn't matter. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> and um, and with us also is the the man that makes you want to shout, "Hit it, Commodore Aaron Dicer. Okay, not like I got thrown off my flow at all, <laughs> Ambassador.
1: I'm ah. sorry. Is there a flow to consider?
2: <laughs> I thought I flew quite flew flight. Let's fly. No,
1: no that's that's the uh, other person's job.
0: Yeah, who? I'm I'm sorry. You are you are lacking fluency, is what you are. You, is, that, is that
2: like a renal yeah. problem? Is that, do I need <laughs> sure, to go sure. to sickbay for that? If, if you want to. Okay. How are you
0: doing, guys? Uh, I'm super excited to watch another episode yes. of Strange New Worlds is that how I'm
3: doing.
1: I yeah, I am also excited. Uh, this is the first time that we've been where you're back home, Ian. So
2: yeah. for mm-hmm. the so,
1: listeners at home, we've gone from being in person to Slightly not in person to definitely not in person. (laughs) Yeah. We're all in different (laughs) locations now. Uh, It is true.
2: And there is something, like, great about doing it in person and watching the episode together. Like, we're going to watch it simultaneously all on the same screen, but I won't be able to, like, lean over and slap Danae because a phaser beam went off or something. And she may be grateful for that. She may actually, she may actually like that better. Um, but, yes, yeah, so the show may sound slightly different, but we will still be talking new worlds. And I think having a pretty amazing time. Um, so this week's episode is called The Ghosts of Illyria.
3: Mm.
1: Is that a disease or a place or what?
2: Maybe if you have it, you turn into a ghost. I don't know. So to my immediate knowledge, Illyria is not somewhere that I know in Star Trek. It seems to be continuing the theme of doing new things, which, hey, isn't that novel? Uh Do you think it's going to be
1: a place that we (laughs) saw in the previews? So do you mean
2: in like the opening yeah yeah credits? yeah that,
1: yeah not the previews but like the yeah. the introduction
2: generally those aren't they're just pretty things to fly past. It's not like Picard where there's a ton of buried messages and whatnot. It tends to just be the enterprise flying around pretty stuff but okay we could be proven wrong that is okay. in your hands, ambassador to to suddenly say oh, that was in the credits oh my
1: God oh no pressure well mm-hmm. we already saw one thing that was in the the flybys.
2: The enterprise doesn't count.
1: Oh, it's the it's the station that has the trees. That's in the introduction. Wait, really? Yeah. Watch this time. You'll oh, see. Oh
2: damn. It. Okay. We will, I will watch. No, I totally missed. Did you get that, iron? I don't I don't know which sh- the what the station
0: with the trees? What? What are we talking yeah. about? Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's that station with the trees.
2: It's great. Say it one more time.
1: There's a station that's in space. A station, and a station and There's like you some say. trees out there. And and it was like we brought him out here and grew them, and then wouldn't stop. So now there's a forest. Huh? It's
0: in the station.
1: Remember? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I oh do. My God, I do remember. I, like, I, I didn't. I, Ian, <laughs> back no, no, me up. No, no, that no, no, actually no, no, happened, remember. right? I
0: remember. Yeah.
1: Ian, don't do this to me, man. No, that was happened. Was in episode one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, that seems familiar. Yeah. There was something about, there was something about, like, uh, trying to get off the planet or something and then they were able to stay on the planet and then they just left it out there as like a like
1: a reminder sanctuary. Something. Yeah. something kind, kind of went of in thing. with a plot it was really beautiful
0: <laughs> yeah
2: short term anyway, memory it FTW is, it is in
1: the intro of the show you do see them fly past okay. it watch and pay attention okay. this time you'll see it
2: I will man I feel like I've been watching a different TV show um, I just want to do an over under
0: on how long before uh, Handsome Anson uh, mentions his fate in this episode? Oh, okay. How long okay. In this, what? How many minutes into this episode before we get another flashback or mention of that character's conundrum?
2: I think we will get it six minutes into the episode, and okay. then nothing until the closing piece of the episode. Okay, that seems to be the the bookend thing. Yeah. Seems to
0: be what they're doing. Mm. So I'm going to go with 25 minutes. That's going to be my Ooh, guess. Oh, so in the middle. Uh uh-huh. okay. I think they're gonna switch it up okay. and uh, do, uh, have him mention it in the middle.
2: With that, let's head to ten forward, where we will see you for a full debrief of episode three of Strange New World.
1: Computer, three to beam to the tree planet.
2: It's not. It's a. It's a station. Remember, yeah, well, now it's a planet. <laughs> well, now we're going somewhere else in time. Welcome to with the part of the show where we grab a drink from the now, where we grab something from the Replicator and share our immediate thoughts and feelings on the episode that we just watched. What would you like from the Replicator,
1: Ambassador? I've got coconut water, peach and mango. I've also got a little mixture of uh, leftover quesadilla meat with Ooh, nice. tortilla chips and some drying breakfast sandwich.
2: So do you have to go to the replicator and say, I would like specifically leftover (laughs) quesadilla meat. It needs to be like two day old Mm -hmm. and half a breakfast sandwich.
1: Yeah. 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 And the replicator also needs to understand what is uh, also in the refrigerator that has absorbed Uh into the meat. You know what I mean? Like the 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 surrounding Mm -hmm. ambiance.
2: Yeah. Nice. Nice. So
1: it's a very complicated uh, order, but the replicator can do anything. And so though it took some programming i've got mm-hmm. this perfect
2: styled in nice i mean transporters and replicators how do they work how do they save your children um the commodore you're still stuck on the same thing because you use too much energy you're never ending water so good luck with that and i have a cup of Thanks. tea so finally a proper um,
1: england like like you're actually back home a proper it's company. english
2: water it's an english tea bag it's english sugar made by an english kettle Yes, it's beautiful. I can taste no difference. It doesn't matter. It all tastes like tea. Right, the crew of the Enterprise um, investigates a colony that has mysteriously disappeared, consisting of Illyrians who have been shunned from Starfleet for meddling in eugenics and genetic manipulation. Um, The way team is mysteriously uh, brought down with some kind of virus while uh, Spock and uh, Pike are trapped on the planet. Do I think of the episode?
1: Well, I'm gonna skip to the middle of my notes and and read mm-hmm. what I wrote, which is in all caps. This is how you do an episode of fucking Star Trek. Yeah,
2: <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. This is like oh, that's amazing. This is a
1: great episode where you know you're getting to see how different crew members do different things in different emergency situations. You've got an mm-hmm. away team mission that goes wrong. You've got a sick base situation. You've got a warp core mm-hmm. breach. You got some shit going down with this and then that. And there's a cohesive storyline through it all. And the revelation of something in the backstory of a character. And uh, an unexpected twist at the end. Oh Yeah, and themes. Yes, there's really, really beautiful themes here. And some super cool sets. And some super cool, uh, like, yeah, the themes of it. So I, once again, love this show.
2: Yeah, knocked it out of the park. Aaron? Aaron? Uh, it's good. Uh, okay. So, okay.
0: like, I think, I think... Don't make me hurt I just, you. Don't you wish, do it. Look, don't I, you
1: sir? do it. I will boot you <laughs> off this fucking podcast. You love podcast. everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go watch some Star Wars, you asshole. No, listen, listen,
0: listen, listen. I think uh, there is, there's just not enough... Like, they didn't even mention the Pike stuff. There's no oh overarching anything. Like, what am I supposed to tune in for next week? They did week? A
1: level there's no, five diagnostic, no, diagnostic check. God he damn it. He's
0: trolling <laughs> hard. Uh, no, I loved it. I really did. I did have a moment in the middle where I was kind of like, oh, this is waning for me a little bit. But then even then I was like, man, I got to tell you, it, it's just nice to have. And this isn't this episode, but there might be one in this season. Where it's just like, you know what? I'll just take like a mediocre actual Star Trek episode. You yes. know what I mean? Like, it's no, like, this isn't exist. a mediocre episode. No, I actually no, no, no. really like this episode. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, I did have that thought where it was like, I'm just really enjoying this show being what i remember tos being right almost I know background from, watching S- some some of the episodes kind can of be. maybe yeah. in a little bit but if you are watching intently you are catching uh, a lot of really nice theme work the theme work in this one really stood out to me um about you know how like stereotypes expectations uh like there's just moment after moment where characters are dealing with the idea of Uh, This is not what I knew about you and what people expect out of you is different. Um, So, yeah, I just I I really, really dug it. Put me on this
2: this ship and and let me hang. It's crazy how it's only been three episodes and we're feeling like that. Oh, my God. How are they so embedded? Like (laughs) even Dr. Mbenga, who we've only really had this full episode with. I love him to death. The the (laughs) snarky chief engineer. I love love him so much, Hemmer. I actually looked up his name this week. Mm-hmm. Everyone is so comfortable, like even TNG took two full years to get everybody embedded and comfortable with the, the crew that we know them to be.
0: I want a uh, I want a Hemmer time T shirt. Yes, uh, just so we're that's clear, amazing. it's just uh, him, just like really <laughs>
2: deadpan. Yep, Hammer exactly, time. just his deadpan face. Oh my god, just says that's time. <laughs> What did you <laughs> so
1: think, perfect. Ian? I, I'm a, I'm guessing you loved it.
2: Oh man, so I got really fed up with my notes, so it just my first five notes are, I love dot dot dot, 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 and then discount Timothy Chalamet, who um, was that's, like- <laughs> the- that's my first note, is discount Timothy yes, Chalamet, It's it. like my first
1: note, wait, I okay, hold it. on, who is Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> I- I, I was going to wait <laughs> until
0: uh, the sin, yeah. sin, sin Enterprise part or whatever, but uh, or he's the oh, the,
1: he's ensign. the ensign
2: that puts his face through the yeah. window ensign. to begin
1: with. Oh, I yeah. see.
2: Okay. As soon as I saw him, I was like, man, Aaron Immediately. is saying the same thing, I'm sure of it. Immediately.
1: <laughs> That's hilarious. Um,
2: man, I, I love, 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 love this episode. Again, it was definitely slower paced, but... I love that pace. I, I absolutely love it. Like, again, everything doesn't have to be universe ending. It can just be know. starship ending. That's absolutely fine. I
1: didn't have that same feeling of it being slower paced.
2: Mm, just in the middle. Like, pretty much where Aaron said. Yeah, just when, yeah it slowed down right in the middle. Like, we don't yeah. spend a huge amount of time with Spock and Pike, so there's not a lot to get invested with there. That's resolved pretty quickly. So it's a lot of time spent on the ship with number one, wrestling the same. Will you Fuck, just hurry up and yes. find the cure?
1: Fuck No, yes. I love it. Give me more of her. <laughs> she's she's my favorite right now. I fucking she's love her so best,
2: much. isn't she? Yeah. She's so good. She's so confident. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I love it to bits. Um, even the Star Trek referencing the history of Star Trek stuff was done really, really well. It wasn't throw away. It is... Okay, we're going to address why her last name is the same as Khan's last name. We're going to get that out of the way and we're going to explain it. But it still felt really organic. Um, yeah, I loved all of it. Do you guys... Aaron probably doesn't, but the quick potted history of Khan and why this is the eugenic stuff is an issue. World War Three was started by genetically engineered humans. So as soon as that all finished and Khan was sent onto space, he had like a ton of kids. Um, like all good is do apparently. Um, eugenics and genetic altering and you can't even like choose the gender of your child. All of that stuff is outlawed and banned. Um, so much so that Starfleet won't even accept anybody with that kind of background. Either.
0: Genetic modification and eugenics are two different things though. Correct. Like it's yes. it's
2: inter- it's interesting because I think
0: clearly there is a reason uh why eugenics was in the, you know, mind of the the 60s in the, you know, when mm-hmm. Star Trek was was coming out, um coming off of World War II and that certainly makes sense that that would be, you know, built in there. And now we're dealing with ramifications of what does it mean to do genetic modification even if it is uh consensual like Mm -hmm. what what does that look like what does that mean and so it it's interesting that the show is deciding to to kind of explore that a little bit and figure that out
2: yeah because it's always been where do you draw the line like if you can genetically Mm -hmm. modify somebody to get rid of a predisposition or arthritis or cancer great but then why wouldn't you also pick them to have like great lung capacity so that they can run fast and then Mm -hmm. that leads to being well can't we all just be six foot five and it you can start cherry picking everything and that's really where the issues begin so star trek has gone the blanket route of nope it's all bad so we're not going to do it um but Mm -hmm. yeah this is them battling with well what if there is this race that are using it for good and just to instead of reforming a planet they reform Mm -hmm. themselves so that they can live on the planet i love that that's that was cool like I didn't think that after eight hundred episodes, Star Trek would come up with something new. But that's you—we haven't seen that before. That's great. Did you get the
0: so? Did you get the sense that they used their genetic modification to um, to live on the planet? That's or what did she you said. get. This. I thought, uh, man, maybe I misunderstood. I thought they said that the reason they died is because they undid their genetic modification, and then when that this colony. thing happened. Mm, both, so
2: both things are true. Oh, okay. okay so that okay, happened on it, that colony, yeah. but number one was saying that
1: she came from somewhere else.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Got but it.
1: But thank you, general, so their general, their general like vibe is get to the planet, go into the planet goop, make yourself mm-hmm. goopy planet two. Yep. And then they're like, oh mm-hmm. wait, we want to be part of federation, so let's undo. And then they got mm-hmm.
2: the squiffiness. Yep. Uh, well, we'll save that for this instance because what happened to the colony is some But that's that's fine. We'll get to that. Um. But yeah, I, I don't think the Khan stuff needs much more. Like, that's her last name. She's a descendant of Khan. Um, and it's just one more layer of bullshit that she's had to deal with growing up.
1: I did have, like, a point. So, so I at one point, my, my notes were this. It said, uh, all caps, Ian, I don't understand these two relationships. The first officer and, and what I'm calling muscles. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know they have history and a friendship before the show began, yeah. but I don't understand that they're, they're spat. Like so, I think it's because they're friends, and one has been ridiculed for being a con. K H A N, K-H-A-N, not C O N, and and then number one or the first officer, whatever, mm-hmm. um, has hidden that she's like not even supposed to be in Starfleet and should be more like have more of a, uh, I I don't know, personal experience with being judged. I'm not sure. Is that kind of what think... that spat was about?
2: See, so yeah, she rescued, um. La Arm from a colony way back in the day got her into from the raft. and did all of that. Fr- from the what? The raft. Yeah, from the raft that was the, sent, the Gorn sent off. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And I think because she's been bullied from a young age for being just descended from one of these augments, the Una is now like the epitome of what she's been fighting against and what she's been labeled as. And I think it's more the portrayal of you didn't even tell me. Like, you didn't tell me you were an augment, you didn't share this with me and i yeah it's a it's a little bit weak and i'm glad that they they kind of get past it pretty quickly they seem to yeah it's definitely amplified by the disease but that's where the outrage comes from if i understood it correctly
1: so i wrote this down in my notes the augments almost destroyed earth but the illyrians are seeking to modify themselves to adapt to planets that's like the short version
2: yeah exactly like humans and starfleet are assuming that any kind of um, eugenics is going to result in another World War Three and another darkness that's going to fall across the galaxy like in Bengus. But the Illyrians are just like, nope, you can be restrained and it doesn't have to end up like that. But how do they know? Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I think it did that. I think it did all of that really well. It tied in some old Star Trek history with a new story. Um, oh man, where to go next? Um, I love the jackets. The, the away team jackets.
1: Yeah, that's my second like note! <laughs> Yes, so rad! Immediately my, want my one. My second note
0: is dig the leather jackets. Yeah. yeah, so love them. Ian, I'm just gonna let you
2: give the rest of my notes.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, See you and later, and I'll
2: ju- I'll join you <laughs> later. Uh, I love the warp core. I love engineering. Like we got a good shot of the whole of engineering this time, and the yeah. warp core. And just there was Stroppy Hammer walking around.
1: There was that really cool shot when um, the system power was diverted and Mm. on screen we saw how that looks like almost like oh what's it called whenever like the wind tunnels where the Mm. wind kind of goes around the objects and you can kind of see the pattern on on the screen it kind of looked like that but it was the Mm. enterprise version of it um
2: they really know how to scratch the itches like the stuff that i want to see i want to see power getting diverted i want to see transporter beams going wrong um, I want to see like chunks of molten core being energized Holy into shit. the transporter room.
3: Holy how shit! How pretty
2: is this show?
0: He's just like, "What? What are you doing? Uh, just performing a miracle, <laughs> you know? Just over
2: I'm here a performing genius, miracles. don't you know?"
1: I have to say that was one of my favorite parts of this episode. Uh, there's a couple really big standouts for me this episode. One is this really strong female lead in this one, but mm-hmm. but closely behind it is how the characters that were dealing with their uh, sudden light issues or yes. whatever, um, you didn't quite know who was affected. Yeah. And Hammer was one where when he was kind of like going around trying to figure stuff out, you're kind of like, okay, so he's not affected. But then all of a sudden he's doing this insane thing in the <laughs> transporter room, which looked so badass, by the way.
2: Like, it's so the cool.
1: air was all warpy and whatnot. And I loved it. Like, it was just like Bonkers! How he was this mad scientist fucking with yeah. this, and you're like, no, 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 stop
2: it, stop it! Yeah, um, that it's, was a really it's cool so scene. great because I figured he was beaming up, like he was beaming up some of the ion storm to get through the biofilters to find a cure, and he's just like, no, 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 I want to be near the sun. Yeah. <laughs> just gonna like be it out. It's so great. He's so it was so good. So cool. Um, they were they were just announcing the lockdown. And he just looks to his team, snaps his finger, and then everybody gets into their positions. It's like, oh sir. Yeah. You just like you run a tight ship. And so, we've been yeah. like Stamets in Discovery is kinda grumpy like that, but in a really obnoxious way. And I I I love him as a character, but this is just like this is this is almost like Doctor from Scrubs level of like just sarcastic knobbishness. I love it. It's so great.
1: Yeah, this was a this was one of those where there's something Curious happening on the ship mm. and you've got to figure it out and you're not quite sure what it is like when um, when number one like leaned back in her chair and ripped her chest open so she could get exposure mm. to more sun and you're like okay. Well, kind of a i don't weird... remember that
0: part uh-huh I, don't, I can't i can't quite recall yeah, what I'm you're talking you don't. about um yeah, yeah I don't so, remember so that she
1: at all. slowly leans back okay so she's like <laughs> she sits down and she just slowly reclines and mm-hmm, her mm-hmm, like her neck's mm-hmm. kind of exposed already oh right but right, she yeah, wants yeah, her chest yeah. more exposed
2: mm-hmm. so mm, okay. she goes right, for interesting. the interesting you know she pulls it, a kirk maneuver
1: yeah she pulls a kirk <laughs> Um, I thought, I thought, okay, what do we have going on here? Like, what kind of a mystery is this going to be? We've already had one person put his face through some glass. What's happening? Yeah. So we know it's serious, but then it kind of goes into this mysterious thing, and then to to tie that into how she can essentially, like, because of her genetics, she immediately filters out basically anything like disease-wise, right? Like yeah, anything viral. She has viral. a hyper
2: immune system.
1: Yeah. So it burns it out of her system instantly. So she essentially we watch this thing happen to her. And it's really interesting that visually there's just enough tints of that to also echo into the beings that are in the ion storm. Like there's Mm -hmm. just enough of that kind of like mirroring of uh, the sort of, I don't know, fire creature that you might transform into. So we kind of get to see the full danger zone that Mm -hmm. our crew are potentially going to be going through if this isn't solved in, you know, X amount of time or whatever. But Mm -hmm. when I got really excited, I was just really impressed. I'm confused, but impressed with how she turned into this problem solver of the episode, just unapologetically making decisions. Everyone's going Mm -hmm. into quarantine. We're doing this. We're doing that. And it was just this directness that was really awesome to kind of watch on screen, still not knowing exactly what's going on with her. Did you figure it out, Ian, like knowing anything?
2: That she was an Illyrian? No, not at all. So she appears in the pilot um, of Star Trek, but you don't know anything about her at all. Um, So it's always been a bit of a mystery about who she was or where she came from. But yeah, no, this was completely new and I love it. It doesn't... And again, it's dealing... There are two mysteries in this episode that could have been dragged out for episodes and episodes. You could have hid her identity. You could have hidden Benga's daughter for ages, but they're just dealing with stuff. And it's... It is not living inside the mystery, it's living inside the solution and the actual theme that comes along with it. So yeah, I absolutely love that. And there is just like this second of hesitation she comes to the bridge and everyone is looking at her. But that's because she has to deliver the news that Spock and Pike are still on the planet. It's not because she's hesitant about taking the chair. It's the, I've got some bad news and I've got to rally the troops. And then she just takes control and gets on with it. And it so
1: fucking cool.
0: I will say uh, that I was, uh, I think, most impressed by this episode's ability to weave what it wanted to do in the story with what it wanted to do with the themes. And I want to bring it back to what you were saying about how it dealt with two kind of surprises. I don't, like twists or whatever, story turns or whatever. But like... Um, those two things in a different show would be season long arcs,
2: <laughs> right? Oh my god, the Medical Bay transporter keeps breaking down. Whatever is happening, right
0: now, th- there could be an argument, maybe that the Mbanga stuff could have been its own episode, like just like one episode. Oh, I'm sure, it but will still, be. but to do, yeah, and it probably will come back. So maybe I, sh- maybe I should quit talking. But I, but I did like that it was just like, no, this is here. We're dealing with it, mm-hmm. and it's not, you know. Because again, I said this right from the start. The main thing I'm looking forward to is the just a show that I can just pop in and watch an episode and just know what's going on. Yeah. Um, and it's nice. I like it. It's you know, it feels like a throwback. in, in some they way. do
1: that like as far as moving things on a- along. They do that in other ways too. I actually have this note um, after uh, hugely dilated eye, which I think is when like it starts on. <laughs> Uh, number one is she's like observing yeah. information It's just this massive dilated eye and I thought that was really interesting because it was about light but um and then it just it moves on this really interesting way oh no 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 this was the huge dilated eye was Uhura it was when she wakes up and she oh, sees yes 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 she sees her roomies and mm-hmm. and then there's like this what are you doing and it looks like they're about to attack her or something and then it immediately cuts to sickbay and it's mm. the it's chapel talking or whatever and um Basically, it's like, or, or maybe it was a doctor. I don't fucking know. Anyways, one of the two, they're like, uh, this is affecting more people. The most recent one to come in is Uhura. She's fine, but her two roommates are blah, blah, blah. And it was just like an instant res- resolution to the previous scene. Oh, Like instant, mm-hmm. where we didn't have to sit and wonder. A lot of times with these shows, it'd be like you cut mm-hmm. away and you don't know what happened in the room so they kind of
2: is her okay is she right, dead exactly that yeah. but
1: instead it's like we're just gonna skip forward to and we're gonna catch everybody up and move the plot along we're not gonna get stuck in these like little moments where we can build tension and i loved that because it's doing something different where we're so trained on that stuff to go like okay we're gonna come back to that one later and see them all and like Someone's going to come in and rescue them or something's going to happen. But instead, it's just like, oh, that's not the story that they're telling right now. Oh, what are they doing? Because we still have so much time left. I don't know. It just, to me, that's why I think it feels a little bit faster paced is that they're not really getting stuck into those tropes I think we're used to.
2: It does feel fresh. It feels like you could have been yeah trapped with a hoover in there for ages, but... It was just, its it does a great job of including every single cast member, giving them something to do. So Ahura has a little moment where she explains he sleeps in the dark, and that's why it took her longer to catch it. Um, even Ortega gets the little catch-Timothy Chalamet moment. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I loved, little-
1: I laughed so hard um, when oh. <laughs> um when she was like yeah it's been a long day for all of us buddy maybe do that in your own quarters whatever tweaks your freak pal (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that's hilarious (laughs) she's so great
2: she's so sassy i Uh love it um and just the chief the chief transporter officer just doing his transporter lingo there's so i saw this great article online and it said that strange new worlds isn't um isn't revisiting tos it's it's an extension of the next generation and I went into this reluctant, almost reluctant thinking, this is just going to be a rehash of the original series and going all the way back and just waiting to get to Kirk. This is just a copy and paste of Star Trek The Next Generation, but with fresh graphics, mm. fresh stories. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's taking that, the heart of why that show was so great and just giving us more of it. It's Yeah. Man, I just thought, if I hadn't, if I hadn't been told that this was happening before Kirk, I would completely believe this was happening after Picard. Right. Fine. Change the look of the ships, sure. whatever. Yeah. But it, it's so fresh and it's so new. Um, oh man. Well,
1: I'm, even I'm in, gonna cry. Today. <laughs> I I'm know. Cry. Well, even in how it's like um, with the uh, with the doctor Mbenga 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 when when Kuki um, Hemmer comes in and yeah. messes with the transporter a little bit mm-hmm. or whatever, and then he leaves Mbenga is clearly like dude stop messing with Uh my stuff now we know by the end of the episode it's because his daughter is in there
2: Mm -hmm. well he turned the lights off
1: but he also turned the lights off exactly Uh so when Mbenga flips it back on we now know he's infected and we think that's maybe why he was being so protective but it's actually like a twofer so they're not just doing cool new storytelling things they're also putting multiple layers in that you can just kind of catch later on and almost appreciate a scene in a totally new way I
0: think that was a a fake out. I don't think he was infected then because he comes in later and says, my numbers are doing something. Now I'm infected. I think that was we were supposed to think he was infected during that. And they were. Yeah. And so it was like, at least that's how I interpreted it was. It was like, oh, no, he's infected and he's going to control stuff. And it's like and then later you find out, oh, no, it was something different. But that's
1: the thing is like TNG did this. I don't know that they did it a lot. I'm, I'm experiencing this on rewatches of TNG now that there's like these little winks and nods earlier in a show that kind of pays off at the end. This is like it amped way up, which is great because we as advanced story consumers can take more. Like we consume 75 TikToks before bed. We can handle this kind of storytelling. You know? Yeah,
2: we can. Yeah, we can. Oh man, I love it. Um, I mean,
0: we we do not consume seventy five <laughs> no, TikToks before bed. That. Not all Anymore. of us. Uh, yeah. I tried TikTok. It was taking up fifty percent of my day. Oh, so it's, so I deleted it. I just, <laughs> the
2: game. But
1: I think D&D. you're right, Ian. Like, what a cool thing for you, somebody who's watched this stuff for so long, to kind of go, oh my god, it's something fresh and new. A contagion in light. A contagion that's spread by light, with all these different people interacting.
2: We've, we've seen this episode before, it's the, it's the second episode of TNG, it's called The Naked Now, they, there is a disease that sweeps through the entire ship, they have to find a cure, um, that one is transmitted through um, water, there's a water molecule that's mutated, um, and people catch it just by sweating on each other, um, and this disease makes you really, really horny, so there's a lot of sweating on each other. So man I should have saved that for track or triction.
1: Oh my um. god. Oh my god. There was such a horny show. It <laughs> oh was. was so horny. Listen,
0: you listen, listen, <laughs> let the let the old guy let the old guy uh, tell you entertainment used to be so much hornier <laughs> like sex used to be so much more a part of pop culture mm. and I think for whatever reason probably the advent of the internet and pornography on the internet and just the availability mm. of uh you know sexual material on the internet it just kind of seeped out of seeped. pop culture for the most part sorry about the the word choice there <laughs> no. My, many apologies <laughs> but the point but, but yes but
2: but Star Trek was as horny as everything Else was, That's you know, it. then
0: it was, yeah. I've seen Riker's yeah. nipples
2: way more times than I cared. No, I'm lying, <laughs> I haven't seen them enough. And um, but the point I was trying to make is that we've literally seen this episode, but it still put a new twist on it and made it light instead, made it about eugenics as opposed to some random disease. Um, and it's just, it's man, they're just nailing it, they're getting what we love about TNG. Um, bringing it up to date and, and not redoing and rehashing and not having to go so far in the opposite direction no. to have to do dramatic yeah. Discovery-style, Picard-style storytelling as no. well, which there's a place for, but it's about time we had this as well.
1: Yeah, it's just like, mm-hmm. you know what? Light's bad. And then the very next thing we see is the Turn Enterprise the slowly turning its life lights off yes. in space. I'm like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> like This, this is, is what
2: you do. Turn the damn lights off, um, man. I wish they had some holograms walking around because those holograms would have been ambushed because holograms are just lights <laughs> and force fields. So they would have been wrecked. Um. So, Denae, about a third of the way through the episode, you just like burst out laughing. Like you did a big old Denae count. Can you remember what it was for?
1: I think that was what... So you have to understand too, like I have to stop for commercials. So mm-hmm. it might not have been as deep in as you think or whatever. Right. But when I... I think I laughed really, really hard when... Um, Ortegas stopped the incident! at the Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> that shit cracked me up. <laughs> just like, dude, you get, whatever,
2: whatever tweaks. Whatever tweaks freak, freak, man. but uh-huh. like this
1: needs to happen in a different part of the building. Like, I
2: love it. it was so I'm not gonna <laughs> judge, but stop getting <laughs> naked in the corridors. Yeah. <laughs> it just walks off. Just like, you know what? I'm gonna leave. You can do what you do.
1: Um, I also had a pretty strong reaction whenever I realized that um Quirky Hammer was transporting the yeah. basically part of the core of the <laughs> world into the thing. I was just like, Oh
2: shit. Fuck, yeah.
0: Um, the mantle actually,
2: the mantle. Actually. Yep. <laughs>
1: so I also I had, an oh shit, <laughs> I had an oh shit moment when, uh, Noonien, uh, mm. sits up in sick bay. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Cause yes! you know, she's, that was such a great, you know, like tension building moment.
2: Like so Where's she going to go? Um, um
1: I mean, I wrote down several oh shit moments. There it was, was a, more. There was another one when kind of towards the end as things are wrapping up as the first officer was going to talk to Nguyen kind of in 10 forward or whatever, which was oddly very, very quiet. Maybe everybody was still recovering in sickbay. I'm not sure. Um, the background was so cool. There's a lot of windows, so it's kind of hard to see. And it sort of clips by quickly, but there was this really fucking cool like red storm situation happening in space and then mm. like in the distance there was like this planet Oh, the planet with
2: like the ring the rings it? around it yeah and, like, it's
1: so rad and this of course, show is so pretty it's really really pretty yeah
2: i
0: do think we uh i do think we see this planet in the intro i think there's be right. uh there's an explosion planet that i think is meant to be the one the one that we were on today so i think today's on to something
1: so i wrote those planets down uh we can talk about it in predictions <laughs>
2: I really can't wait for that—the little neutron ball thing that looks like a black. Oh, that looks cool! I want to be in that. No, (laughs) I you don't. No, I want to be in that episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's gonna forgetify me. Um, I, you know what? I love the balls of like, you know what? We're gonna give Spock and Pike six minutes of screen time and just let them have a little fact-finding mission and figure out what happened to the colonists. But this is definitely an Enterprise and Una episode, Um, and it's great. It's, it's, it just it
1: works. Yeah, it really does. It works really, really well. I have so many more things that I've written down about this episode that I don't know, or in the next part. So I'm gonna give a quick like look through because I think actually one question for you too.
0: Well, I can uh, I can mention a couple things since we're uh, in this part. I just have a couple other things. I I I like. Is there a word for like you know how people have spirit animals? What like their trek version of that? Like such and such character is my yeah. You know, spirit I think you still trek, say like or,
2: yeah spirit. It would still be spirit animal or yeah. So spirit, spirit trek.
0: Uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Spock. I just I love him so much, mm. and like when he said you're deliberately mixing my metaphor in order to <laughs> indulge your anxiety like i i mean i just i like i got tingles guys like yes! i'm just like this man <laughs> like, i love I him did so the same, much because
2: i was like Mike, that's not what he's saying at all like,
0: oh okay here we go it's just the way it's worded and
2: <laughs> yes. it's
1: just so perfect
2: put a and, ding at yeah, the end so. of it and it's a cinema scenes like
0: oh man sure. it's so good he's great so good
2: what else did you love guys
1: so number 1 said to Nunyan, She said I never think of you as a child. What does that mean?
2: Uh, I think that's just a young thing. Like she is um one of the younger crew members. She's progressed oh. really far, so she's a lieutenant commander, I think, but she's she's quite young, I think.
1: Okay. I, think. I... Yeah, I think it was just a general. Okay. I was like comment. wait is she like eternally a child or something or is or was it like a reference to her pa- like being a con?
2: I mean, there's a good chance that she ages slower because of the the past on genetics or whatnot but i think it was just a general yeah i saved you and mothered you a little bit but you are an adult you're you're not a child to me i'm not gonna belittle you Like i didn't i didn't not tell you to protect you i think that's what she was getting at
1: okay okay this can't go in predictions for the show because i think it would would have been solved within this episode so i'm gonna throw this out now there's that moment at the end so Spock and and Pike are in this library of information, and, and Spock had been reading like these tubes, these information tubes, which I'm assuming mm. are like old school Star Trekky because they uh, look no. old
2: school. I mean, it's probably to give off the vibe of that. Yeah, but it does. It's not something it? I'd. Yeah, not something I necessarily seen before.
1: Because it's not like they pull out an interesting tablet with all of the information no. on like 125 megabytes or something. It's it, like,
2: like actually has to spin around, and they have to physically read it.
1: Yeah, it's like a tube. That you, yeah, you have to really unlock information, and there's like hundreds it really of have them. Have to be this big,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. So
1: you know it's gonna take a while. So they've been down there on this mission, you know, messing around, and Spock thinks he finds something, and so he's reading this information that helps to under them to understand what's happening back on the ship, and that's really interesting or whatever. And maybe the slower parts that you guys are talking about that could have been it for me, but right before they leave, they've realized that the. The light creatures in the storm were probably the people that used to be on the planet. They're kind of Spock is kind of making his assumptions there, his, his predictions there. And then all of a sudden, one of these tubes pops out of the wall. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, I think there's Illyrians living in the light there, too. Like that's them communicating, like their final message, mm-hmm. and that yeah, was I think what that was I thought. Is that what you isn't thought that, too? Isn't
0: that what? The... Yeah, yeah. I think I think that's what it was saying. Ooh. It Was like they're still here. That's the ghosts of Illyria, right? Like they are they are still in the light. Apparently, yeah. they have become the light they're or in something the light or... of
1: the building. Because there's maybe ones that went into the storm and they live in the storm, but mm-hmm. then there's ones that live in the buildings yeah. too.
2: Yeah, and I think they want Starfleet to know that not all Illyrians are doing the maniacal thing like th- this was generally for good research not mm. okay. for evil research
1: so then what if in the tubey thing which is lit mm. up they bring mm. lyrian back with them on the tube
2: yes thing. and oh, now it lives happen.
1: inside of the ship too
0: heck yeah did they en- did they end up bringing it back did yeah. they end yeah he had a little tube back? on
1: his on his um on his hip okay yeah all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: by the way uh ian you know learned about drive through banking here in uh, the United States which apparently they don't have in England but that's those things just reminded yeah. me of 100%. the pneumatic tubes 100% that you use at the bank you yeah, know sending your checks banks. and stuff they work
2: that's weird <laughs> just get out your car go, go for a walk <laughs> i don't know um right th- final thoughts guys
1: um i think the last thing i would want to say is an appreciation of the first officer deleting her log. Mm. I do this myself Mm. where I'll kind of let, I don't know. I really related to that because in fact, just today um, I was working on an audio message to somebody and I was kind of like sharing my heart and sharing my feelings. And I'm like, Nope, Nope. I, I don't want to reveal this much about myself. And I just deleted it. And (laughs) and so as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, Holy shit. I do that. I'm a fucking first officer. (laughs) But it was just an interesting thing. Like her vulnerability to talk about something really important. It was like something like the lights are back on, but we don't see clearly. People are always hiding things. I told Pike the truth about myself and he defended me. He told me I was exemplary and he would fight for me. So why do I feel terrible? What if I haven't said, what if I hadn't saved those lives? What if the captain would the captain feel the same? What if I wasn't a hero or one of the good ones? Wouldn't it be enough to be an Illyrian? computer delete log entry. And I was like, yes! yes! So powerful.
2: There's, there's real power in saying stuff out loud and just getting it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you then delete it straight away afterwards. Um, yeah, it's something that's... Well, and she had to delete it. Yeah, like I mean She can't leave to. that in her log. Yeah,
0: so, she yeah. found out.
2: Um, yeah, I love it. It's one of my favorite things that happens in Star Trek episodes. One of my favorite times that I've seen it done is when Janeway does it. It's quite early on. And she's talking about leading a crew that's on the other side of the galaxy. She said that, um, as the captain, I have to put across a certain persona. Um, They all see me as larger than life. I only wish I felt larger than life. And then she says, computer, delete last sentence. Like, she doesn't even want that she's feeling that to be on the record. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's such a clever little plot device. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in, so great. It's
1: important. I mean, we're doing the same thing with the pictures that we put up on Instagram, right? Like we're choosing mm-hmm. what we want to put out there absolutely. to be
2: absolutely to be
1: logged. Um, the last thing I'll say is right as this moment is ending with the first officer, her quarters, by the way, look badass. Um, mm-hmm. it does this amazing pan. Did you guys see that when it pans? So it's a transition from Oh, into banker and his into, daughter. Yes. It looks so like great. Like, if you're on the set and they're, like, recording the set, right, Uh it looks like they have a little pod set up with the first officer inside, and then they, like, on wheels just shift her off to the left, and behind it is Mbenga's scene. And it was just this really cool transition that I I couldn't stop, like, freaking out about as it just kind of moved off towards the left. It was so beautiful.
0: In the business, we call that an environmental wipe. Oh, okay. Um, Do you think it, but uh, yeah, uh, I, what's that?
1: I want to
2: think that it was an actual set that they just had on wheels and then they, may have, like, like they may have. It looks like mean, it. It looks so good.
0: It, I mean, technology is amazing, but I mean, hey, they could have built it for sure. It looks but so I, great
2: I, that I was looking at the seam along too. the edge to try and find.
0: It was so wrong pretty.
1: It. it was so cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you could, if you wanted to, not build a whole set. You could just build oh, no. build the uh, end piece mm-hmm. and put it in both scenes that you're filming, wait, and then wait, just wait. go. Are from... you telling
2: me they didn't build the Enterprise?
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. No, no, no. Ian, there's it's a real, real. Enterprise. Yeah, real. This is just, this is just oh, for
2: Jesus. like. Don't worry. You know, when they can't get yeah, to the real
0: Enterprise, okay. you know, it's they it's do, things, they want to do some things. Yeah.
2: Yeah, okay. yes, yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know why they wouldn't just use the transporters for that, but never mind. Yeah, yeah i love it it's another home run um i lied
1: yes. i have one more Go Go on, on. i'm do it
2: do it no please do not apologize okay okay
1: okay you know that moment in the embanga scene when he like locks out his windows
2: mm, yeah. okay
1: i had a total mm-hmm. flash to your D D campaign where your bad guy had those same oh, windows yes! that would like yes. blur out do you remember
2: uh-huh yeah so His office overlooked um, the casino that, um, what's the word? Lorded over. Lorded over, yeah, that he dominates. And his office was made entirely out of glass, but he could make it completely transparent or completely opaque. Or he could just make parts of it so that he could control what people can see in. And you know it's serious when the entire thing was completely black.
1: And it does that. Like, so Mbenge, yeah. he like, he kind of shook and the whole thing goes away. And then we have this beautiful moment with his daughter and the book Aww. that they're reading. It was like this really sweet moment. Um, I thought that was really cool.
2: So sweet. So everyone has so much depth. I love it. Um, with that, let's head to engineering for instance is futile. I mean, we may as well just skip this section. It's perfect. Mother's Day is almost here and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic
1: dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with
2: up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.
3: Warning. Warp core collapse in 10 seconds.
2: This is the part of the show where we re-engage our sin brains, remind ourselves that no TV show is without sin, I guess, even this one. Um, you, go, you go for it, guys. I do no, have I will some say sins, this. I do. No, 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 no. I, I
0: will say this. Several, several of the things I wrote down, the show addressed. Oh, so, that's like, amazing. It, it, it really did a good job of, like, you know, there were there were tropes that the show was doing. Like, for instance, oh, you know... This piece of information I have, I'm not sharing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why aren't you sharing it? You need to save lives. <laughs> uh-huh. But the show made a pretty good case for her not sharing mm-hmm. who she was. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so, so, like, a lot of the things I, I wrote down, the show did end up uh, dealing with pretty well. So I guess I'll just start with what I think is probably the biggest one. And it's just the hand waving of the eventual cure. <laughs> I mean, it's so fast. But
2: dude, they, like, they chimeric it. They did a chimera <laughs> <Right>. antigen thing. <laughs>
0: right. Was that not enough? It's just. It's just like. <laughs> what more do you want, Aaron? Wait, wait, wait. Say that. Say that one more time. Like what? What? How did that happen? Oh, we just cured it. Yeah. Yep. It just yeah. Like, oh. Okay. I did
1: not go like I thought it was going to go based on what the doctor said. I I thought. Oh, he said like if we can capture it in the moment, and then we see her in the warp core have another one. I was like, oh, so they do another kind of mm. forced event, take her blood right in that moment, like do it quicker.
0: But it wasn't even the the light disease was it it was radiation or something oh, Like i at, have like, no idea it went by so quick <laughs> it's so in, that's so on purpose yeah. it was co- yeah they uh-huh. might as well have just mumbled it into <laughs> a microphone <laughs>
2: but <been> like well <laughs> <the> cure wasn't <laughs> okay on. that's amazing Shuffle just comes in says some words and leaves and says i'm a genius fuck you guys <laughs> <laughs> that's right
1: it's amazing oh it was the k- uh antibody okay K M I A R I K. Chimera, yeah, Chimera Mission Impossible Two. Before they set, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Uh, cool, great. I mean, because chimera of proximity, just means two monsters. Guys. Yeah, uh-huh. she was proximity. in the same room, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and yeah. so a chimera thing happened, yeah. and I <laughs> <as> well, <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: reverse the
2: polarity on the, the Heisenberg chimera. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, I my first note was we got an ion storm cliche like every single like away (laughs) mission there's an ion storm about Mm. to come in and they still don't get out of its fucking way like why (laughs) are you cutting the beam out to be within seconds like even the first round of get the away team up is ropey like they struggle to get them up and yet pike is still like off with spock just like not giving a shit as like, uh, get them up get them up quicker and then send them back yeah. down because the ion storm is only there for a couple of hours and then send them back down again yeah ion storms man
1: um my first <laughs> one is about uh i think that i think maybe it was pike doing like the beginning of the show narration kind of thing that he does like talking about the away mission or whatever mm,
2: the captain's log and
1: yeah. he was like this the genetic modification puts everyone on edge but and i was like but you guys are doing it on your ship with chapel right Oh,
2: uh, I mean, yes, you're not wrong. Like, I don't know what the distinction is between genetically changing Everyone's your appearance right now. We as long as you're not it. doing it to babies. I think that's the main thing. Oh, okay. Apparently. okay. But, right. I mean, that's what the Illyrians are doing. They're changing themselves immediately to fit with the environment. Yeah, there's, there's some hand-waving going on there for sure.
0: The, let's see, this is a really small one, but it's just this kind of stuff annoys me. When she was like, "Oh, I can't. I'm kind of like the princess in the pea. I can only sleep in the pitch black. So when you close the door, and then they pant, they cut to her inside,
2: supposedly pitch black, and it's lit. <laughs> it's not pitch black. Just I can see you. I mean, that scene is less interesting if it's pitch black, though.
0: Is it though? Maybe it's more interesting.
2: That's amazing.
0: No, 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 no. Yes, but uh, obviously they had to do that. But it just that kind of stuff annoys me.
2: Um, this is one just taking blood through clothing like they take a blood sample from number one mm-hmm. through her uniform and i'm like
1: how and also and, like Al. they do this
2: with and also Al, they do this with hypersprays sprays as well and sometimes it has to be on the neck sometimes they'll just walk up to somebody and do it on their clothing and i'm like is your uniform not now damp like did that not absorb most of the good stuff and i'm sure there's some um, bullshit explanation wait is there not are there not needles going through the uniform even if that's the case like okay stop going through uniform it's gonna like (laughs) take some stuff with it surely i don't know are you gonna stay in the are you gonna put a hole in the nice uniform that you just like her uniform gets changed and then gets stabbed
1: Uh i for one Uh appreciate this because when i took my vaccination for uh covid they put like the little thing on my arm that was a uh donut looking sticker with mm. a clear plastic middle and mm-hmm. they pierced mm-hmm. me through the plastic into my skin oh, and i that's was like weird. excuse
2: you <laughs> that's weird is there not
1: plastic <laughs> inside of me now like <laughs> what oh you believe done? me
2: there is plastic inside of you Danae. there <laughs> we use so much plastic you're drinking mm-hmm. a lot of plastic
1: I yeah promise. oh yeah yeah there's like my yeah. it's already proven that we were we're we, we, we've ingested enough but anyway i can appreciate your concern i have far, like fabric plastic it's all mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. all just it's, the it's, stream. Stream. it's not good it's though stream. okay It's not no. good it's not good
2: aaron
0: how does that stuff like get through your skin
2: take off Ew. your skin first before God, you right? <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> well aaron has taken his horniness to the next level he doesn't just want people naked he wants them to take their skin off as well <laughs>
0: What do you really look like under there?
2: <laughs> um, so
0: I wanted to mention the convenience of the fact that it just happened to be Nurse Chapel who was the last
2: one oh, impacted man, by the light Oh, man, because she has the cure, virus. right? If it was yeah, like Ensign Chalamet, they would have been stuffed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right.
0: Sorry, thank goodness the one person who knew how to do the chimera <laughs> thing was the last one who got infected. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, uh-huh. One of mine is uh, when they transport back onto the ship at the very beginning uh and they had the ion storm kind of like mix mm. up and they had to divert power and everything And uh, number one comes off and she's like better not be out of miracles cap uh and and spock are on the surface and my son would be like well yeah he, he knows that right he, yeah. he only beamed so many <laughs> like
2: uh, uh-huh. thanks for telling
1: yeah. me something i already knew
2: thanks for making me feel shit we, about my job
1: we're literally standing in front of you he can see that mm-hmm. he has eyes it's
2: yep. so great and I, I i mean on that i love that she's like just put more power into the transporters and he's just like no it's not about power like i can't just rev the engine more like there is a literal (laughs) cloud in the way (laughs) it's not going to get me through the brick wall it's not going to help
1: yeah you would (laughs) think that ion clouds would be something that would be studied extensively before you considering how often they run into the bastards yes
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. my goodness um right the the transporter thing looking after the the, the child and putting them in stasis. The buffer. The buffer. The I'm buffer. Not gonna um I'm not going to um actually too much, but um actually, <laughs> the, s- the signals do decay. Like, we mentioned this last week, like, Scotty uses this exact trick and puts the transporter into a loop. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly, that's over the course of 80 years, and, and Benga does say, as long as you rematerialize, you'll be fine. But if she has 12 weeks left to live, each time she dematerializes, that takes a chunk off. So they Mm -hmm. read the bedtime story. That takes half an hour. But how often is he dematerializing her? And the signal does degrade or else we would do this. Like the thing is, when this happens later in the season and somebody is like mortally wounded and they're under a strict amount of time, I guarantee they won't stuff them in the transporter buffer to give them an extra week to figure out the solution.
1: This is so mm -hmm. against regulation. Like he is so... It
2: really feels like it.
1: And it feels like number one is like, listen i found you out but also i'm not supposed to be here so we're gonna let this go i
0: i wanted to talk about this this yeah this is i i had this in my notes to talk about like are we sure we're like i get what the show is saying but like at some point aren't there consequences there
1: has for, to
2: like be. like doing terrible things well, and what is that little girl's <laughs> like,
1: life like when she's in this stasis
2: so you'll know right. when you'll star trek reasons you are thankfully not aware when you're in the transfer you're not you're not aware of the passage of time because okay. that so would she's be just, she's fucking just, horrifying
0: she, well, is it any more f- horrifying than just having missing time oh, As somebody who's had mis- yeah, uh-huh. if somebody who's had missing time in their life by the way it's not exactly a pleasant experience uh-huh. like so i i just i just wonder like every time she's coming back it's like Okay, now you, you know you're so
1: where uh, are we now, Darren?
0: And
2: where are we now? <laughs> yeah. And you know, the other wild thing is that right now, Khan and all of his like, um, his crew and all of his like augments are currently on a ship in cryostasis where they have been for the last 200 years. They have the technology to freeze her, they can put her in stasis, like,
3: hmm. But then I, that's I, I don't not get cool why they even need the, the transporter.
2: Yeah. Well, well, and
0: he wants and he wants to talk to her every once in a while yeah. too. Like he he doesn't want to die while she's in cryostasis yeah, or whatever. Yeah, but at some
2: point look, but he's only keeping her there because he reckons that there will be an adventure where they find the cure. So, right. I'm sure he would sacrifice story time for extending her life a certain yeah, degree. Maybe. Um, who knows? I I don't know. I still I feel like Chief Engineer Stroppy would be like, "Hmm, there appears to be a life sign in my computer." can we please can we, can we figure out right. what that is it is it is a common thing in star trek
0: where it's like you have all this amazing technology but it just can't do this one yeah. thing that would discover can't something that shouldn't be discovered yeah
2: he's a genius but he couldn't figure out that there's a human in the fucking transporter clogging up the works <sighs> anyway don't, uh aaron i don't who ever's next
0: <laughs> i only have one other thing and it's really just a question um I was thinking when uh, Spock got cut and he was like just a little bit, you know, further and that would have, you know, mm. uh, affected your whatever carotid, carotid-, artery, yeah. Yeah, carotid artery or whatever. And he's like, well, for maybe in human. humans or yeah, for I a human that. or whatever. That was great. I-, I loved it. I loved it too. But my question that sprung in my mind was why are their bodies structured so similarly if their biology is like –
2: do they not need
0: blood to go to that part of their body in huge quantities? Well, is their the carotid not an is different. It's at a
2: different? It might just spot. be in a different location. It might. They, he has it, but it's on the back of okay, his neck. Well, or let me something. just this the, the whole point of the neck is it's this one little part that all that blood
0: has to go through. Mm. Like it's it doesn't matter where he got cut. It's near his carotid. If, if, if it's he on the has neck. one, yeah, it's near. Like so, it was. It just kind of got me thinking about like.
2: I mean I have the answer as to why they all look similar, but I don't know if we want to get into that right now. That's a long that's a long story. Does that it Star have to Trek do with explains. budgetary restraints?
1: <laughs> I mean, yes. But
2: they make an I mean, the budgetary restraints are so extreme that they dedicate an entire episode to explaining it. Oh so. my god, that's, that's amazing.
1: amazing. Okay. They
2: literally explain it in TNT. We'll go so on. We'll do that at some uh but basically there are aliens thousands and thousands of years ago that um seeded this galaxy with dna on different planets mm. um and oh, that's good. why everybody has two arms and two legs. hold on hold head. on a
1: second hold so on it's
2: like the huns <laughs> it's like the huns of the universe or something you
1: know how like um like fish they're just like come in for like a mass sperming and just across yeah. all the eggs is, is that kind of like it is just... uh-huh.
2: basically yeah. Okay, but gotcha. it wasn't every planet which is why you can still get the gorn that look like crocodiles and whatnot gotcha and- Things that look like insects. It wasn't all planets, just the ones with two arms, two legs, and a head. I love
3: that. And they the they did and that. and the planets
0: the planets that didn't end up humanoid just happened to end up looking like animals yeah, from our 100%. planet. Like that's <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's
2: Anyway, moving Skipping on. Skipping over that. Um, <laughs> we're not sending all of Star Trek people. Um my my last big one was that thing in Ahura's cabin was a simulation. How did it give them sunburn? Like it was it was sizzling them, like they, mm-hmm. There should be, like, I don't know, safety programs in place for that. Hmm.
1: I felt like it was... You would
2: know better than I me. Don't, I
1: don't know that it was burning them as much as their skin was starting to react to just the light. from. It looked from yes, the like
2: system. sunburn to me. Like, oh, it looked yeah. like they were sizzling. It, but I, I don't know. I to me,
1: it looked like they were, like, transforming kind of like Number One was doing. Like, they were, like, going into transformation. But,
2: but she sh- they, they shouldn't be, though, because that's only augments that... Uh do that buzzy thing
0: yeah that transformation wasn't a transformation that was her body like nuking the the disease but i did notice burns on a lot of them and uh, you know which you would think if they're trying to get too close to lights and stuff but um but but yeah i i don't know if it's if it's if it's it's real light then can't it burn like if like
2: grab a drink uh uh what is real (laughs) well it's a hologram though I guess yeah, but, so. But hologram yeah. is light. Like,
0: yeah, ha- like I you know, so. you can't simulate light. Light is light, right? Like, yeah. it's actual light. You guys light.
1: are literally witnessing how we decide what is and is not a sin in our scripts. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. <You're> <laughs> <so> <laughs> right. literally what this happened.
2: would be like backwards and forwards comments all day. That's amazing. Um,
1: I think I have two more. One is uh, when Dr. Mbanga says uh, to number one, you better come down here and let me look at you just in case. I wrote down, you better come... And take a look at yourself. <laughs> looking at yourself, cliche. Because she's you also looking at herself let me in two mirrors.
2: <laughs> so, like, <laughs> while amazing. the sin
1: is happening, she's looking in two mirrors, and so it's like, you better come and take. You better come and let me take a look at you. Taking a look at yourself in two mirrors, cliche. <laughs> it's like, just try to like <laughs> yeah. play with that a little amazing. bit.
3: Amazing,
0: right? Yeah, oh, that's fun. And
1: um, my last one <laughs> is when number one decides to go and stop muscles from a warp core breach with mm-hmm. just her fists. And I'm like, you mm-hmm. dumbass, grab a phaser, set it to stun, deal with it. This is not a time to flex about how strong you are. Uh-huh. Of course, seeing a fight is always kind of fun. And seeing two girls that know how to kick ass is a, is interesting. And I don't mind I that. Thought, but we have a, I thought
0: that fight was bad. We
1: have a warp core breach going on right now. This is Nobody true. Nobody wants mm-hmm. to have a conversation between the two of you. There's a situation of explosion happening. You just take mm-hmm. a phaser. You go. Say your apologies later and deal with your shit. So that was like a really big, confusing sin for me.
2: I mean, unless a phaser is literally resting on the console in front of her, <laughs> apparently she's not going to pick it up and shoot anybody with it. She's already... Because even like yeah. with um, uh, Hema, it just because it happened to be there, like what if it hadn't?
1: What if it hadn't? I mean, there would be yeah. like a knockdown yeah. dragout fight. That would have been interesting. But just bend
2: his she, antenna. She's already had I imagine a situation. Andorians are so easy to, to hit. Just snap their antennas <laughs>
0: she set her phasers to none
1: wow wow that's <laughs> the sin.
2: that's amazing. the amazing so now you have a problem aaron because you've used that joke in the outtakes so <laughs> not not as far as anybody else knows yeah but this is it so <laughs> you just made previous future you look like a dick <laughs>
0: well amazing. it was always going
2: to happen in amazing. one way or another what was your last one danae
1: that was it just the two nice but i do have Beautiful. one two three four five six seven predictions
2: oh, oh wow. get it let's go I okay have the one with that let's head to our final stop which is the captain's ready room welcome to the captain's ready room where we hear our predictions for the rest of the season and bask in our time crystal like glory if anything we have previously predicted has come true today it seems like you have a lot let's go for it well
1: i kind of feel like i cheated a little bit because i write down predictions as i watch the show so unless mm-hmm. unless it was like Somebody watching me to confirm. There's no way to tell you that oh, I did. Oh, well. you mean you predicted internally? stuff this show? I, I've started to do oh, that nice. where I'm pretending as oh, I, I go. See. Now some That's... of them are live outside of it, mm-hmm. Um so I'll talk about those. But like my prediction no, during you. the show was that Ensign Lens was going to die because he was like the red shirt guy, right? But he didn't oh, okay. actually die. That would have
2: made because sense because there
1: was that interesting uh, shot where he like the. Um, cabinet opens and there's all those broken beakers or whatever. And it's just like this Mm -hmm. weird looming shot. And it's like, oh, this guy is going to die. But Mm. he did not die. That I know about. Um, I predicted that the storm was carrying the people.
2: Nice. I I have that one. I predicted
1: that they were going to form a shield for protection.
2: Nice. Um,
1: and that number one was Illyrian. At one point during that, I was like, wait, is she Illyrian? And that, that revealed that.
2: Oh, nice. Yeah, I didn't predict that.
1: Um... I did predict that she was gonna quote unquote what I said level up and do it again for <laughs> the
2: <laughs> nice
1: for the cure and that ended up happening. Um, but there's two that kind of live outside of the episode a little bit. One is that the kids, uh, Doctor Mbenga. Benga's child, that the cure might have something to do with Number One eventually, and yeah, it might do. have something to do with affecting the beaming, uh, like uh, when the child beams back through that they've applied the correct filter to remove the disease. Hmm. That's kind of where I felt like this show might be giving a wink and a nod to how the cure might be applied to the child.
0: This is my prediction, and it goes along with yours, so I'm going to say it. it. First of all, I will say it's absolutely intentional whether anything happens or not that Mbenga says about the storybook... The ending, who knows? The ending could be miraculous, miraculously changed. Mm. Like, I don't know if you remember oh, that part yeah. they're talking mm-hmm. about. And he's like trying to comfort, yeah. like, oh, we've read this a million. He's like, who knows? The ending could be miraculously changed. That is about Pike. 100%. This oh, is where yes. the season is going. Uh-huh. It is It is about him change, being able to change his future mm. or not. With that in mind, I wonder if she's the key. I wonder if something about her and possibly Mbenga sacrificing her for saving these children in Pike Oh also, Jesus. Um in the end. So oh, my uh, damn. because well because she's already I mean she's not. in many ways I know.
1: She's not
2: know. dead. Don't
1: say she's dead. Just, she's not dead. <laughs> she's not dead, Aaron.
2: She's she's buffering. That's all.
1: Oh what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say? Because your lips were saying dead
0: <laughs> No. She is already decreed to be dying soon (laughs) Uh Uh, so yeah uh Uh, anyhow so i just i think it's really interesting that this season seems to want to deal with
2: reversing this idea of can
0: yeah can you change the future Mm. and unfortunately if they do i i will be upset but that's okay it doesn't have to be about me but man
2: it's going to be tricky like if they change pike's course that changes stuff that happens in tos it's another timeline and now there are three which is really tricky well I don't, yeah. I don't know
1: so anyway. many times so, why does that make
2: you so happy? <laughs> well, that
1: just means that I might exist in one and, and somehow be able to like intersect with Star Trek in my real life. That's just Oh heck yeah, yeah.
2: absolutely absolutely. Okay. Um, I like that. I think that um, yeah, I think the the cure for Mbenga's daughter will come down to eugenics and genetic modifications and he may have to use some sketchy science too get her there and maybe chapel will suddenly burst into the room and be like i have the cure i can do this um and they'll have to make yeah the, she's the not decision. she's not dying That no That'd not after awful. we saw her no, read no. the book with him no, and, no
0: she's not dying no. however i do wonder if it's connected i wonder if they'll connect her something about her being in stasis mm-hmm. will pike will be like oh what if i do this with these other kids and then i don't have to you know live in a uh you know, easy bake oven for the rest of my life <laughs> or whatever he's in. Jeez. <laughs> so oh my
2: Goodness. <laughs> easy right. Bake oven. Um, I don't know that I have really any huge other predictions. Um, other than Starfleet will eventually find out that um, number one is an Illyrian and there will be a court case where Pike has to go to bat and there will be a adversarial thing where they have to prove that she has a right to, be in Starfleet
0: there, there was something really beautiful about the way he said I look forward to that conversation oh, fuck, or whatever yeah, yeah that, that looks cross so
2: badass like, yeah. cross yeah, me yeah, yeah. love it yeah. why are you saying no to that Danae?
1: because she's gonna die in Pike's place
2: shit oh shit right now, ooh, ooh maybe I mean, or
0: her being an Illyrian is going to yeah you know, she'll be able to absorb something. all that we just saw it in this I episode <gasps> Absorb the radiation yeah Danae is flapping
1: I'm so excited <laughs> Let's fucking go.
0: I love and hate at the same time that we're praising the show for being like episodes that you can take. And then all <laughs> we talk about is like, ooh, what if this predicts, what uh, if this happens and what if and this, let if this goes thing this carries way. over? Yeah. But
1: it's fun. It's fun to see if there's no, going to, That's I love that part of it. It's an exciting thing to do. <laughs>
2: Okay,
1: here's my last prediction, uh, which I mentioned during the show, and this is about, (laughs) this is how I was trying to very quickly (laughs) write down (laughs) the descriptions of the places that the Enterprise visits in Mm
0: -hmm. the introduction. Yeah.
1: Circle floaty disc thingy crystal fly thingy <laughs> cloud pretty okay. thingy the nebulous yep, yep, thingy yep. the Saturn turny thingy the one drop for nice. the middle thingy the green thingy around thingy the three thingy and the two moons and planet thingy amazing the circle
0: ring thingy the circle ring thingy oh you mean like half the planets ever that have been ever seen <laughs> like, or portrayed I was typing so
1: fast because I yeah, didn't the like, goats so fast
0: amazing you know, the spherical planet <laughs> <laughs>
1: what so annoying is i spent the time to write thingy instead of one more specific descriptive right like, yes
2: right right everything is a thingy i love
0: the uh i i love the one that you were talking about that looks like some sort of black hole yeah, like neutron
1: star, thing.
0: neutron star kind of thing Wait, and then the other the one one
1: that's sort of like surrounded and turning in the middle yes. but then it's also yeah. got like it's almost like yeah. it's dropped between two like it's yes. a balance between mm-hmm. two it's like a quasar
0: or yeah. something and the other one that I just love the way it looks is the green planet with, like, the green – I don't know if they're moons or if they're Asteroids just, like, in, in satellites of some sort. But, yeah, but they're also, like, these beautiful green. So pretty. And, yeah, it's really yeah, pretty. They look like a lot of fun. Yeah, I all love of it. them
1: are. There was two – There, one of them, I don't remember which descriptive it is. Um, <laughs> God, I wonder <laughs> <thingy>. why. <laughs> but there's, uh, there's one where it's almost, like, two linear – uh andromeda strains or something and they're just sort of sitting mm-hmm. in between them and they're just these really interesting differently colored I- i'm really excited to see if we actually uh notice these on in the future yeah but you might be right I maybe we we'll only see like one or two of them if, if anything well, it
2: seems to be pretty consistent so far um any final predictions I?
1: No, he said no. you
2: had like seven.
1: <laughs> well, most of them were within the episode that I can't really qualify. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm cool. just writing them down for myself to see nice. if, if they are coming true, and most of them did this time.
0: You said Andromeda strains.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. Like, isn't that the that's the Michael Crichton book? Right. Like, that's about a disease. Yeah. Is that about planets? I just, I was just, my mind like, was like. I don't know. Hey, I've always thought industry. of
1: it like in like that. It was uh, something to do with space, but this is my imagination. Hearing words, so sorry about that. You're just gonna have to. <laughs>
0: no, I was trying to put it. Too like strange Maybe it's maybe it's the space virus. I haven't read the book, so no. I, I watched the. Movie. I love that we're talking about stuff we haven't seen. That's my Chilling tale about a U.S. research satellite carrying a deadly extraterrestrial microscopic organism. Cool. So there you go. That it is, is this space episode. and
2: virus.
1: Yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't listen to what I called it just now. Um, no. uh, <laughs> let me think of something else that I can describe it.
2: Don't have it. Good. Well, we fumbled our way through another episode of Star Trek. <laughs> um, yeah, still loving it. Cannot wait for next episode. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. It's Illyrian. Illyrian. Uh, yeah, got it. Got from it. Me. Got it.
1: Got uh, You're an example of defying stereotypes for me.
0: And it's whatever tweaks your freak, man, for <laughs> me.
2: Nice.
1: Live long, Potsdam
2: Thanks for listening. Want to connect with the show? Our hailing frequencies are always open through captainspod at cinemasins.com. Like, comment, and subscribe on your podcast player of choice, and be sure to visit cinemasins.com.
0: Don't say anything humorous! For the love of everything that is pure and good, stop
2: Stop. saying funny things! Sorry. Test, 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 check, 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 mic check, yes! Okay, that worked. So aggressive.
0: I'm going to live share with you Mm -hmm.
2: uh,
0: a folder of assets that you need for uh, the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I want to know what email to share that folder with. I just want to be here while you open up the. Oh, okay.
2: Okay. Okay. Oh, man. There's going to be a pun in there. Oh, you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's so fucking funny. He's.
0: Would you like to explain what's going on in your head, Ian?
2: Just, I don't know why he's even on this show. Did you say <laughs> you Star thought, Wars? You, you th- yes, he of <laughs> See, course he said Star said- Wars. <laughs> he thinks he's so funny as well. He's so happy with himself. He is. He's so, he is so happy, not happy so with himself. Good. It's the dumbest, oldest joke ever. Oh, you like Star Wars? <laughs> Which is exactly oh. why it's
0: amazing because it trolls you so Man. hard every single time. You're, you hate it so much. You're a Star Trek fan.
2: You <laughs> must like the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Fuck off. Did you know there was a debacle on Star Trek fan Twitter? Um, this week. Oh no, what was the, what was the uh, de- debacle? So the debacle was um, a Star Trek fan account of some description said, I'm absolutely loving Star Trek Strange New Worlds, it's great. However, that is not how you spell defibrillator. And then brought oh. up a screenshot of the, the thing that sp- whoever operated, it may have been Spock, I can't remember, but they had that personal defibrillator thing. And mm-hmm. on the graphic, it said defibrillator, but without the R in it. Mm-hmm. And right. so one of the writers retweeted it and said I, I mean this in the best of will and the best of spirits but we did not get it wrong. We went through a big debate about how to spell this word mm-hmm. around the office because all of us kept getting it wrong. This is why I remember it. And we definitely got it right. That image is doctored. And then one of the, the special effects company Ooh. then comes in on the same thread and said we just went through our files on the back end and it is absolutely correct. We cannot find a single occurrence of it being spelt in this way. That is definitely a doctored image. Um, and then <laughs> the fan account came back and said, yeah, I've just gone back to the episode and it's spelt correctly. I'm really sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh-huh.
2: uh, Now, to be completely fair, perhaps they were they were sent the image, and in good faith, maybe they didn't doctor it themselves. They probably didn't, but man i just i love that the writers got in on it the special effects company got yeah, go in on it in. i'm just like no nope. for it and i just had like flashbacks to cinema scenes, and all of us like how did we miss this like this went mm-hmm. through seven different people <laughs> <laughs> how did we miss that oh my god that was the, wrong.
1: we've never come across where it's like oh yeah this was doctor it's like no yeah we just fucking dropped no, the ball yeah,
2: we fucked <laughs> that up that was that's on us <laughs> oh um we have an email to read as well oh, uh, nice. this is specifically for aaron <laughs>
0: Oh, good. good. <laughs> Cannot wait. Even
2: on the ship for one week.
0: And, um, <laughs> That's why I'm here. So I'm here to cause up... I'm here to stir
2: up trouble. Let's this go. This is from Steve, and the email starts. I feel personally attacked. <laughs> 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 so the quote, and it, it is in quote. Um, so it's a little bit weird that way, because I can see somebody who's only watching Strange New Worlds, which I don't know who that person is, but... Commodore Dicer, 2022. It's me. That person is me. I've seen a few episodes of TOS and TNG here and there, but I watched a decent amount of Enterprise back in college, it got a little play on the sci-fi channel at the time, but that's the extent of my Trek knowledge. Much like the previous emailer, I've listened to you all talk about two four seasons of Picard without having seen a single episode. And after the finale, I thought, hey, maybe the podcast would be even more fun if I knew what the hell they were talking about. So yes, I am now only watching, I am only now watching Strange New Worlds and following along. And it is more fun, who knew? Anyways, keep up the great work. Thanks for the content. So, I think
0: now wait a, y- wait yeah. a second. Hold uh-huh. on. Hold on. Uh-huh. Let, let let me let, let me just address a few things here. <laughs> Star Wars. First of all, a a first of all, a a random throwaway comment about the likelihood of somebody only watching Strange New New Strange New Worlds is different than perhaps how the definitive statement was interpreted, you know, like we're having a conversation, right? Second of all, this person says, I am the person that only watched Strange New Worlds, and then immediately says, oh, but I also watched all this other stuff well, Just Star like a little track. bit, little bit. <laughs> oh, oh, but just if you're gonna be definitive and legalistic about my statement, I'm gonna be definitive and legalistic about your statement. That's all I'm saying. Much love to Steve, you're amazing, thank you for listening
2: please feel free to email us at captainsport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? Am I yeah, wrong? you're, you're I not mean, entirely
2: wrong. I I, okay. I I, think, I mean, that's the beauty of Star Trek, isn't it? There's so much that even if you've seen 10 episodes, that doesn't really count as having watched any Star Trek. <laughs> right,
0: right. And, and let me just and let me just reiterate reiterate of course there's somebody who's only seen strange new like literally mm. only seen strange new worlds in this giant world of course there is and
2: I, but in I general like probably, I said, probably that's not. the point of the show like this is to get people into trek like this is yeah. to reintroduce people um this is oh, the next yeah. evolution of the drug it's uh-huh. it seems uh-huh. to be
0: doing a really good job right. too. Like it's it's buzzing.
2: Yeah, people are buzzing about this show. We're going to do, Danae, if you are ready, a trick or triction before uh-huh. we get into the show.
1: <laughs> okay, can we talk about <laughs> this we- though? Because I feel like <laughs> <management>. <laughs> I feel like after the Twitter conversation, which you probably okay. need to bring the audience uh-huh. in on at some point in time, there is a. So, we,
2: if you are not on Twitter, there was a bit of a debate. Um, where I changed the name of this segment to Trek or Triction. Aaron took issue, mm-hmm. and then it hit the internet, and Aaron laid down a hard line. Uh, Aaron, please explain <laughs> why I'm a horrible human being for calling this Trek or Triction.
0: Well, you know, first of all, Ian, that is not why you're a horrible human being. <laughs> many that, many other the, the, Many other yes. factors uh, involved in that conversation. However, mm-hmm. uh, in this case, this is just one of those things where I just think you had a a brilliant beautiful Mm wordplay and then because like whatever happened (laughs) and you said it wrong or you forgot it all of a sudden it became this thing that is just it's not that brilliant it's just you know so uh so yes i suggested that it should be uh either truth or trection uh like truth and fiction Mm -hmm. or that it should be trek or or that it should be uh trick or trek um, mm-hmm. or something, whatever the first one yeah. was. But it's, listen, you call it whatever you want. It makes it fun, yeah. you know? Call it uh, uh, three treks in a <laughs> Star Wars. I don't care. That. Um that. <laughs>
2: <Nope. laughs> that'd be a fun game. <laughs> okay, so, Trek or Triction. We, uh, and I, I th- I'm i really conflicted about whether to get Aaron in on this or not, because there's a good chance that he, There's. I think there's a better chance that you've seen the episode. If I pick an actual episode of Star Trek, there's a good chance that you've seen it. I don't know about good no? chance. Maybe a better chance, okay. but I don't okay. know about good Danae, chance. Danae, I'm going to let you okay. pick. Should Aaron be involved? No. Okay. Never. Good. So it's just me and Danae. Ever. Um, never. <laughs> <laughs> just in all things in yes. general. Just never ever. Listen.
1: Listen. I'm sad he's on the ship. <laughs> I've got to. I've got to retain my power
2: somehow. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, eventually, okay. we'll have some theme music for Trick or Traction. Um,
1: okay.
2: Here we go.
0: We're
1: gonna have this, theme music.
2: I'm gonna try. Is it a
0: trick or is it a traction trick or traction trick or traction? Yeah. <laughs> so we are as long as you include the entire space before you said. Just yeah, like the really
1: awkward long pause. Yeah,
0: just the really awkward long yeah. pause. Yeah yeah. Really, really,
1: really. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Are we ready? <laughs> so this is the crew of the Voyager again. So this is your lady, Captain Janeway. And they run into an anomaly, and suddenly the ship turns into a wiggly worm. Like, it still looks like Voyager, but it's all wiggly and bendy. And eventually they lose contact with engineering, as always happens. So Chakotay and Tuvok go off to go to engineering, but they keep going in circles because the ship bent out of order. So whenever they go around one corner, they turn around to a different... um. In the meantime, Janeway gets hit by a cloud and can only speak gibberish. So she's just sat in the corner in in the holodeck just going, Um, and the holodeck at the time is stuck in a pool hall that Tom Paris has created um, because he's just like playing pool and stuff. So she's passed out in a pool hall just going, Um, and it turns out the big cloud is just trying to say hi and make friends um and it's hilarious because tuvok keeps getting lost and frustrated And alar-
1: uh this is bullshit that is the natural episode <laughs> no it isn't yes it is no it isn't <laughs> it is Indeed you're it such is. a liar <laughs> oh Aaron, don't act like you know
2: <laughs> one of my all-time favorites of voyager it's <sighs> so much fun because chakotay oh, I'm so is so
1: mad at myself so what was it? Was it I
2: tried to keep that really basic and really simple. Which
1: is why I was like this is bullshit cuz this is not being described like a like <laughs> it's just too general.
2: <laughs> it was season 1 Voyager. So it was like a little bit trying to find our feet, but the 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 best part of it is Chakotay thinks it's hilarious that they keep walking in circles and Tuvok is just like this is some bullshit. Like he's so pissed off that he keeps turning around and isn't where he thinks. he um, And yeah, they just sideline Janeway for most of the episode and just make her talk in tongues. Um, My God. Yep. Yeah. So that's. Wow. I think that's only the second one you've got wrong. But you did.
1: I'm just really disab- I'm just I'm disappointed that that's actually a an, an episode that seems way too. That I need to go back and watch the ones that I get wrong. Yeah, that's completely. what needs to happen. Because
2: I've described that in a very boring way, but it's a brilliant episode. It's so. It much doesn't fun. sound
1: like it. <laughs>
2: It's fun that you said wibbly wobbly
0: because I immediately thought of the episode Midnight when you started talking about like the gibberish part, <laughs> yeah. like where where uh, the doctor is speaking in. Or after the person, or whatever, and then they uh-huh. sync up. And yeah, then, it goes yeah, a bit backwards. Um,
2: Aaron is here to yeah. reference any any sci fi property <laughs> other than Star <laughs> Trek.
1: He's here to troll you.
0: That wasn't a troll. You're a Who, no, fan, I'm a who too. fan. I'm a massive you, who fan. You, yeah, yeah, you're a Who In fan. Fact, that was that was just. I was just. Connection. I was at my parents
2: yesterday, and I found a picture of me with Tom Baker um
0: <gasps> oh that's amazing yeah he had, he
2: released a book and he signed it for me and it was a big book launch thing and I, I put his arm around me and i was i couldn't speak this was 12 year old ian and i could not talk to the man at all um yeah my mum just did you just like did you just like tug on his scarf I know he he was wearing like... a red scarf <laughs> as well this oh was so no. good. He knew his audience. Um, and my mum just like <sighs> dropped it on me that morning. She was like, "Oh, Tom Baker is in the local mall signing a book." And I'm like, "Sorry, what now?" It's like, "Do you want to go and see?" <laughs> and I went, "Of course I don't. What am I going to say to Tom Baker?" That's amazing. But I knew that would be like one of the few opportunities to meet him. So, 12-year-old Ian was smart. What, when was he who when like what year? Uh, 1972 to 79. Sounds okay. right. Because I was
0: like, "There's no way you were like." Oh hell Grew no. up on him as. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Now, I stumbled
2: yeah. across Doctor Who when I was eight, and I was flicking channels in the morning, and Doctor Who, um, the third Doctor was on just on this episode, and at the end of it, he regenerated and changed his face into Tom Baker, and I went, "What is this show? He just died and then changed <laughs> his face. What's that blue box?" And everyone else seemed to know what was going on, and I didn't. And then I was hooked from then, and I got up at every morning. Um, at, I think it was 5.30, 6 a.m. that it started. I got up at every morning, and I watched every single rerun wow. um, all the way through. And it just kept doing laps and laps and laps of Doctor Who.
0: Well, uh, let's do this for our next segment on the Who Crew podcast. <laughs> uh, so, Danae, what is your familiarity with Doctor Who?
1: I send one episode. Um, oh yeah you hated
0: it, it didn't where
1: you? there was something to do with titanic no one told me anything about this show
0: <laughs> yeah it was christmas episode Space yeah. Titanic.
1: and suddenly yeah um I'm, I'm watching this guy run around with people and there's like a little magical stick he's holding didn't make much sense because he gave it to somebody else so it didn't seem that important but it also is
2: man sum up doctor who in two sentences running <laughs> magic stick lots of people magic stick there you go you got it now which magic stick would you like would you like this one boy that's a personal question Ian. Mm-hmm. that's a very personal question um, would you like this one only appeared in one episode
1: wow so ian is now showing off his doctor who mobilia I,
0: I genuinely have turned this into a Who you cast. Have. I, uh, I i apologize okay, let's, bring it back. let's bring it back
2: i have a phaser
1: Whole, there, there we go. Oh, the go.
2: Batteries have run out.
1: But you just went oh, to the store no. to get batteries, so you should definitely... Yeah, but they're
2: downstairs. Do I have to stop the show and go down and get them?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. If the phaser makes noises, then you have to share.
2: Set phasers to none. <sighs> <laughs> this is a different mic than I usually use, so if you didn't hear that audible sigh, here it is again.
0: <laughs> Ian just starts saying the word sigh so he can make sure that you hear sigh. it.
2: Sigh. <laughs> Take down, Welcome to the Captions Ready Room Where we get <laughs> Uh
1: oh <laughs> Ian, <What> Except- <laughs> are you okay? Something Ian has broken oh, no. <laughs> has failed
0: Ian.exe
2: has <laughs> <laughs> While you I'm think gonna... about
1: that, Ian, watch, watch my screen Ready?
2: Mm-hmm that's my ship <laughs> we're just going to we're going to reenact do, the do, do. opening credits Shh. with my model ship <laughs> and i will, i will post a picture of it on my, my little model clay ship, ship that i it's not janky you're janky <laughs> 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 wow
0: that got really personal really Get fast my you just called not hard-working, janky. not
1: reliable extremely low quality
3: you
0: wow oh did you called just look at the definition janky. of janky? <laughs> she's gone oh, she's no. gone man i'm not sure she's coming back <laughs>